Yo, family, this is Jonathan Soul speaking with you now, giving you a quick clip of the long-form interview I did with Bash, the God of Iron, a terrific illustrator out of Nigeria. Um, he has like a manga, you know, Disney kind of flavor to his, uh, his illustration style. Quick turnaround time, reach out to the brother. You can catch him on, uh, on Instagram, uh, God of Iron Art, or ArtStation, you know, godofiron.artstation.com. We was vibing, talking about the work aspect. And then I said, hey, man, you know, give me your impressions about uh, the Black Panther movie. Check it out. Okay, now I'm going to I'm gonna ask you to do something that may be a little unorthodox. Do you remember um, the brother M'Baku, the character? Of course. Can you, can course, you do his speech M'Baku. when he first came, when they was going, woo, can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it first. I'm going to do it first. I'm going to do it first. I, I don't I don't remember what it's all about. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to mess this up. Because I, mean, I, I missed like, the challenge on the YouTube. Let me try. Well, <laughs> there it goes. There was going, woo, woo, woo. And then he said, uh, Mbaku, what are you doing here? And he said, it's challenge day. It's challenge day. <laughs> we have watched from the mountains with disgust as your technological advancements have been overseen by a child who scoffs at tradition. <laughs> I can't do no more, man. <laughs> uh, Anna, you want to hand the nation over to this prince who could not keep his own father safe. Mm. We will not have it. <laughs> we will go. not have it, all. <laughs> Like it was so memorable to me as well because I think I remember the actor Austin Duke was his name, I believe. Um in one of the interviews I read. because uh, there was something so familiar about the way he spoke. Yeah. And I realized and then I found out that apparently he took a lot of influence from Igbo dialect, okay. from the Igbo culture here okay. in Nigeria as well. So I just like, there we go. That's why that dude sounds like Sounds like that. He sounded he sounded familiar to me. He sounded like home. Wow. In fact, he sounded like home. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 I, I was that was fun, man. You know, the, the, my favorite part of the movie is several parts, obviously, but uh, two favorite things. One, I don't. I've seen the movie twice so far. I'm going to see it a third time. Probably see it four nice. before they take it out of theater. But each time when they first um, come back to you know home, they go through the little shield. And then you see the golden sunlight come in. Dude, I fucking cry every time. And I don't know. I'm not even emotional. I'm just looking at the screen and these tears are coming out of my eyes at that scene. I've seen the movie twice. I promise you, I feel exactly the same way. Like, no joke. Like, I remember because I saw it first um, without a couple of my friends. I took a couple of my friends to go see it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he just looked at me and I just had my goose. I, this was the second time I was seeing it, but I just had my eyes glued to the screen yeah. as they were entering Wakanda and I just literally could not stop smiling. Yeah. I was so close to actually like genuinely like crying myself because it was just so stunning and the music as well. The yeah. music was so, so, so good because that's really important. So it really did feel like a triumphant homecoming. It was very, it was so proud. It was strong. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah. and I really, really liked that as well. And one, one other uh, notable scene for me as well, um, was uh during a challenge day against mm-hmm. Mbaku as well, 
where um, the, uh, the Black Panther theme, the music is like swelling in crescendo, and yeah. everyone is just like calling T'Challa's name, like T'Challa, T'Challa. And yeah. I too, like in the cinema, so I'm just like, me too, I'm just like, T'Challa, you could do it, you could do it, I believe in you. <laughs> like I said, I think you know, so I, was, I was really taken away with that, I was really hyped. Um, yeah. So yeah, when, when, when a movie can pull you in like that, when it can make you feel in that kind of way, it's, it's clearly done something right, it's done something special. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, the, the the other thing that I enjoy about the movie, and this may sound corny, but it was Wakanda behind the camera, meaning uh, two African-American screenwriters, um, uh, Ryan Coogler and uh, Joe, I think it's like Joe Coleman or something like that. Another brother, Robert Joe Coleman or something like that. Um, two sisters, um, one did industrial design, one did the, like the costume design. You may be familiar with that. And me being a, having a graphic design background, I enjoy the typography because in my experience mm-hmm. in American black films, they don't give a damn about, you know, typography, but the little, you know, yeah. I, I think they were like pro like early, like, uh, like Nigerian script or something. I thought the little Wakandan, you know, fonts, you know, the little type going in the background. That's the article I read. Um, not only that, uh, the scene, if I remember correct, there was some kind of scene, um, part of Black Panther was filmed in Atlanta at Tyler Perry Studios. Uh, if, if you know Tyler Perry, mm. he's an African-American, like a filmmaker, producer. He has a studio yes. lot down there. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, world. You won't take off that goddamn dress. Jesus Christ, a millionaire still putting on a dress, man. Give it to his sister. God damn. Oh, anyway, let me go off on that. So anyway, so part of not only that, I, I almost I heard that some other uh, Marvel films are being filmed down there. So you know, it's okay. just it's just a lot of uh, you know beautiful um, synergy that's happening around Black Panther, mm. and then of course you know the 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 numbers that it's doing, the billion dollars and you heard about uh, Saudi Arabia, right? Oh my lord! I, I you know, I've been really, um, I've been really happy. I have been paying attention to it as well. I think, like, it's it's amazing. I, I just honestly think it's amazing the barriers this thing is breaking. Yeah, you know, and um, it, it's really wonderful to keep track of it. And, uh, yeah, I've certainly heard about it. I'm looking forward to see how receive this as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh, I'll wrap it up. I guess I guess the the point is, is that it lets Nollywood and Gollywood and South Africa wood and Kenya <laughs> wood and all the other woods, mm. it, it lets them know that there's a market. And not only is it a market amongst African-Americans with the trendsetters, it's a market worldwide for that positive yep. African-inspired sci-fi content. That's what yep, it tells. One hundred percent. It's it's literally like it's it's the best and the strongest example we could even ask for, to be honest. Because um, yeah, like all the demographics, it shows that and respect African culture, homage to it. That it doesn't. It's not something that needs to be like 
always relegated uh, to small time to behind the scenes or maybe like tiny, tiny projects, even though all those are, actually, are amazing as well and super important all in their own ways. Um, there honestly is market. People, people want to see themselves. They want to see themselves in their heroes. They want to be represented, both um, African-Americans, Africans. It, it was so wonderful seeing a movie that treated so many of our cultures with um, this level of respect. Yeah. Um, and, and even on a, on a bit of, okay, maybe not a side note, but along with that as well, what I really loved about that movie is how amazing, strong, versatile, and multidimensional the female characters were. Yeah. Each of those women, Kia, Okoye, Shuri, um, they were, each of them, amazing in their own right. Um, they were all strong. They had agency. They could get stuff done on their own. That, in, fact, that, in fact, that was one of the things that even after watching a few times, we were just thinking to ourselves, wait, why is this movie called Black Panther again? Like, you know, like, T'Challa, he's lucky he got that heart-shaped herb. Right. Because to be honest, if, if it wasn't necessary for him to be on the throne, right, those two, they could have taken care of stuff on their own. You know? Yeah. Like, holy, like, holy crap. Like, Okui, um, especially in the casino, in that red dress. Oh, my goodness. Oh, out. my goodness. Oh my! And, and, and then music in the background. You can hear all tries the choo 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 yeah, choo 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 choo. Yeah. And that it was so sick. And then when she and when she when she had kicked the guy through the railing, and then her, the way her dress kind of swooped, and, it was almost it reminded me of like perfect. Batman or Spawn coming down through the roof or something. Oh, I was like, oh, oh my lord! Oh my lord! Like all all of us, me and all my. All those dudes were just like, yo, who is this woman? I, you know, I've always loved Danai Guru ever since I first saw her in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And like this just, this like forever cements her badassitude in yeah. my eyes. And um, yeah, and so her and each of the other ones as well. So not just like African-Americans, not just Africans or even uh, people, just like black people in general all over the world. Also, it also actually kind of like, did a lot to show that women don't just have to be damsels in distress all the time. They don't have to be relegated to like in almost like near invisible sidekick status. Man, they can take charge and they can they can look fabulous while they do it. And the movie highlighted that wonderfully. And so um yeah, oh like after talking about this, I think I just go watch it again tomorrow. Nah. Like at this rate. <laughs> yeah, I mean th- when I look at the reviews on YouTube, there was one uh, young lady from Malaysia. And, um, mm. you know, this is what happens when you talk about Black Panther. It goes longer than you expect. But she was saying that, mm. uh, one, she loved the film. Go see it. Go see it. Two, she, mm. there's a lot of uh, young people amongst her friends that connected with Killmonger. Can you give me a, yep. a, a quick five minutes about, about Killmonger, that character? What was your impressions? What were your thoughts? Okay, well, um, I personally want to say that for me, at the very least, I think Killmonger is uh, Marvel's Marvel Cinematic Universe's best villain to date. Mm. The reason why I say that, first of all, his character design was absolutely awesome. It would have yeah. been so easy for them 
like bring in like the stereotypical dude in um and a face cap, baggy shorts, had a gold chain around his neck. No, he came in and he just looked swag. He had his glasses on, his hair was done right, his jacket was on point, he looked well put together, a sensible mm-hmm. young black man, right? Mm-hmm. And why Killmonger, I feel he resonates with so many of us because that he was made that way. Killmonger is the personification, I feel of the frustration that I think a lot of black Americans must feel yep. towards the way things have been going on for so long. Like he like he's literally he's he's almost literally the voice of the streets on yeah. an almost global level. Because all his frustrations, he's just like he's he is the chickens coming home to roost. Mm. He is he's he's the end game of what could happen eventually if, if like of what would happen if like you know Wakanda actually existed if things don't keep if things keep going the way that they are because you know you, I'm sure you don't need me to tell you about all the terrible things that are happening mm-hmm. to African Americans like all over America and even all over the world to be honest and yeah. what the things that he spoke of he spoke of um the prejudices about how um the former um you know you know how the colonizers how they just took everything they took mm-hmm. their culture and they 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 literally take culture and then they sell it back to you yeah you know in museums and stuff like that they keep them because it doesn't belong to you and at the end of the day he's relatable because he's what a lot of us have felt deep down on the inside even though we may not act on it even though he's clearly in the extreme he's definitely He's definitely um, ethically wrong doing the things that he did in that movie, the things that he tried to do. But at the end of the day, he actually does have a right to be hostile. And that's where the conflict comes in. And that's what makes him so interesting and so engaging as a character because he is so very nearly what uh, T'Challa himself was. Because mm. if you remember, the start of Charles' growth was in civil war. Mm-hmm. Remember what happened to his father, and he was vengeful all throughout that movie. Yeah. He was giving it to anyone who asked for it. He put hands on Bucky. He put hands on Cap. He put hands on Hawkeye. You know, because he was driven by anger. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, he learned to forgive because he was a good man. And it's hard for a good man to be king, as his father said. And he right. had to learn that. And that was his growth. But unfortunately, um, Killmonger, he didn't have that network around him. He didn't have the royal upbringing to show him how to be better. He didn't have that luxury that T'Challa had. Mm-hmm. So he's literally, in almost every sense of the, the word, he's the other side of the coin. Mm. And that, 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 that's what makes, from his suit to his demeanor to everything, he is easily what T'Challa could have been had their positions been reversed almost certainly and so that made him really engaging for me and that's what made his presence so magnetic and um yeah top marks for me killmonger what a boss excellent excellent brother it's been a pleasure to talk to you man can you please give people your uh, contact information on social media and how they can reach out to you for illustration projects uh yes of course um again i am on instagram and i am on twitter um, at God of Iron Art. 
you can find me with either handles and you can also see a more um, precise compilation of uh, the artworks that I'm really proud of on um, artstation.com. So yeah, um, if you want to do, um, if you want to just go ahead and you can find me on any of these places and I'm always free to talk and um, it's very easy to reach me and I reply, I always text back. So yeah. <laughs> Brother Obasion, it's been a pleasure to have you on the program. Uh, thank you so very, very much for having me. I had an absolute blast. This was really fun.